Yeah, what is going on, everybody? We are back with another episode of From My Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Rob, and I want to thank all of you, our listeners, our followers, our subscribers, those of you who are sharing, liking, and commenting. Thank you so, so very much. You already know, FME underscore podcast on Instagram, from my experience podcast on Facebook. We have a group and we have a page. So please like the page. Please join the group and join in the conversations. You can follow me personally, complete spell with a K underscore vision. And I just want to thank y'all. The growth is real. The support is real. And we are feeling the positive vibes, but I'm not alone today. I have the co-host with the most who is always vibrating higher. J-Fo, a.k.a. Jessica Fountain. I switched it up on it today. You did. Hello, world. You're here. How are you? I'm doing well. No complaints. Uh, this has been a really interesting week. I, I, I don't know. I'm in a weird... Yeah. I don't want to say weird space, but an interesting space. Like, I'm kind of hyper-focused, but I'm really aware that I'm hyper-focused. And... I'm like trying to balance that with like some intention. Just I'm I'm just like being really mindful this week. I got so. you. I got you. Um, I am knocking out some work this week and finalizing some stuff for the podcast. Uh, we had a conversation off air. You talked to me about the website. That's some of the stuff that I get that I've been working on. That's going to be knocked out. Uh, so thank you again for being such a wonderful and supportive co-host and that is why she's the co-host with the most now <laughs> ladies and gentlemen <clears throat> this is going to be a very personal episode i'm going to share a bit more about myself and my love life and some of my thoughts and feelings and some of the things that i've been through uh <laughs> and we have the perfect guest for such a conversation he's been on the show before and the the advice he gave the gems he dropped were classic and i'm like yo we gots to have you back especially especially now especially now so ladies and gentlemen without further ado we have the ceo of exclusive thoughts certified life and relationship coach speaker and author of the book teach me how to love what you don't know will hurt you. Mr. Troy Spry. Woo! What's going on? What's going on? What's going welcome, on? Welcome, welcome. Check out that intro. <laughs> How Check you out been? that intro. How I'm good, been, man. Brother? I'm good, brother. Jessica, you're a new face. Nice to see you. Nice to see you as well. Welcome to the show. I've heard a lot of great things about you, so I'm looking forward to the conversation. Hey, let's let's do it, cause um, from what I hear, boy Rob want to talk. So right, we so, have a dialogue today, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, before we begin, uh, Troy, tell them about your book. Okay, yeah. So I mean, I always tell people my book. So if you listen to the title of it, right, it's teaching me how to love while what you don't know will hurt you, which is a play on the statement. You know, what you don't know won't hurt you, right? That's a play on that statement. Because I believe that it's what we don't know about relationships and dating that's hurting us the most. Because ultimately, we only see uh, what we were shown growing up, 
right? So I wanted to give people not not a how-to book, but a change of mindset book. And that's what the book is about. So it's designed to help men and women get off that emotional roller coaster. I always say if you're tired of getting the same results over and over and over again, then it's time to get some new information. And that's what the book is for. So whether you're dating or in a relationship or in a marriage, it's got some gems in there. That is a fact. Um, after the first interview, I bought a copy and I want to say um, I bought several others and had them sent to people and told them they need to read it. I'm not a big reader. It's not a good thing. I need to read more. But this book, it literally changed my perspective on dating and relationships. And it was it's highly reflective because there's a, I would like to call it, what is it, like a quiz portion at the end where you have to answer some very, <laughs> you got to answer some deep questions. And it's a good indicator of, for me, it was a good indicator of have you really healed or have you really thought through some of these things? And they all tie back to the chapters in the book. And it was yeah. spectacular. It was spectacular. So I love it, man. Self-reflection is the, is the ultimate goal of the book. So if you don't read it and you're not looking at yourself, then you haven't done a good job. Yeah, I've been doing I've been doing a lot of that lately. So uh, here comes the personal portion. So those of you who listen to the show regularly know that I was in a relationship and it ended last year in March. Here's the kicker, right? I want to say it lasted a year. It lasted a year. I can't remember at what point, but I want to say probably because it started February 2019. We made it official sometime in that year, definitely before probably August, September, maybe. I can't remember. I bought her the book and I said, yo, you should read this book, answer the questions, and we're going to sit down and we're going to compare our answers and kind of talk through some things. So I can see, you know, kind of where you're coming from, where, and you can see where I'm coming from. And man, I used to bother her every now and again, because I'm like, it's, it's a quick read too. It's a quick read. You could probably read the book in a day if you really wanted to. Um, but uh, she finally did it, right? <laughs> and we went over it in February of 2020, which was our anniversary month, right? And we had a very good conversation about it. We got some things off our chest and it helped me understand her more and uh, it helped her understand me more. Unfortunately, things ended shortly after. I'm not gonna go into details. She was unfaithful, I'll just say that. Um, she got caught. So I found that funny, but the book, I went back to the book, you know, afterwards, it took some time off healing. So now I'm doing something different, I'm dating now. Ooh. And I'm I'm dating differently than I used to date. I used to date one woman at a time. Mm -hmm. um, and that, so let me be clear. Dating meaning we're going out, we're talking, we're getting to know each other. You know, it's not exclusive on my end and it's not exclusive on her end. Like if they chose to date other people, I mean, that's something I had to deal with. I didn't, it didn't really bother me, but I used to focus on one woman at a time. I don't do that anymore. Now I date multiple women, talk to multiple women, and it's a very different experience. Um, and based off of this book and what I read and what I've reflected upon, I need to make sure that I do a better job of looking and paying attention and, excuse me, trying a variety of things for me to see, okay, where am I now? This is 36-year-old Rob. This ain't 30-year-old Rob. This ain't 33-year-old Rob. Some things have definitely shifted and changed, and this is one of them. 
So <clears throat> it is right after Valentine's Day. Y'all are hearing this. Some of y'all were sad and lonely like me. I was probably be I was probably drinking on Valentine's Day. So I kind of went on a rant there, but that's where I'm at now. So I'm basically I'm starting fresh again. So what are some pointers or tips for people who are starting fresh? Oh man, that's a that's a loaded question, but we're gonna <laughs> dig into it. We go we're gonna dig into it. So if you if you're starting fresh, right? So when you say starting fresh, I'm assuming you've done the work to heal. Oh Is yeah. Is that a correct assumption? Yeah, bruh, listen. So I want to thank you again. Um, without going on a rant, I uh, besides her, I mean, we kind of we talked about everything after we broke up, and I got what I needed from her closure wise. And then I talked to my ex before her, because we're still cool. That wasn't a bad breakup or anything. And because back to the digging and reflecting, because I'm like, all right, let me see, you know, let me compare some situations and make sure I'm not crazy. Let me. And she gave me some some real good insight on me and how I used to be and what she saw versus what I thought I was seeing. So mm -hmm. definitely, this has been like a complete overhaul, basically. Gotcha. So you you've done you've done the work, all right. So if you're starting fresh, I, one thing I love that you said was you're trying to get to know who you are in this season, mm -hmm. right? So because you are different, we have seasons of life, right? Um, so the first thing I always tell people to identify is what are your core values. Right. What are the things that you value? And when I say core values, I'm not talking about like, you know, do you have a six pack? Right. I'm not talking mm -hmm. about that. You have a big butt. Those aren't core values. When I talk about core values, it's things like ambition. It's things like integrity. It's things like legacy. Like, uh, do you value culture? Like, what is it that you value? And those things should be non-negotiable. Hmm. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. So this should be. So I always tell people, people always got values and standards, right? Until they're met with the eyes of lust, Ooh, right? Everybody, everybody got a standard until he fine or until she fine, <laughs> right? And she and she give you butterflies and all. Everybody got values until then. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. So core values don't change no matter how lustful or how much chemistry you feel with somebody, right? So that's the first key. Have you identified your core values? Then number two, have you have you identified your deal breakers? Right, your deal breakers now. Now, deal breakers are deal breakers for a reason. Like, if you were doing a negotiation with someone and you define deal breaker, you would stop the negotiation, right? Correct. So, do you actually know your deal breakers? Because everybody say they do, but they don't. That's right. So well, I'm going to interject here because yeah, go ahead, Jessica, go ahead. I remember we had this conversation before, and it was uh, Rob was like, "I don't like that term." Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the term deal breaker because he didn't believe in it. But I, 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 I mean, from his point of view and what he tried, what you meant by that was depending on the person, I think there's always, it can, it can waver, but I do think that there's some solid, like you said, things that, and Rob, you brought that up in the show, that particular episode about like if you're a murderer or you're say uh, satanic, like yeah. no, that's like yeah. I can't devil worshiper. I think is what you do. <laughs> yes. you but like there are these things that I feel like are deal breakers. There's some things me, that have to be deal breakers. Yeah. Go ahead, Jessica. Yeah, for me, uh, integrity is one. Mm -hmm. um, like when once my trust is broken with you, like. It's a deal breaker. 
uh, it's hard to rebuild the trust because there's been so many like patterns of trust being broken that at this point it's I don't even feel like the energy almost like mm. at this point in my life. Um, probably not, maybe not the best thing, good thing, because I do think people make mistakes, but making a mistake and breaking trust, I think are different. When I say breaking trust, I mean like, like, um, in business, stealing is different than showing up for work late. Yeah. So I would have, I would be more inclined to like, all right, just make sure you try to work on that. We start our start time is this versus someone that's stealing from me. There's really not a, that's a non-negotiable for me. It's in non-negotiable. So I I agree with you, and I I can understand why Rob said he didn't like the word deal breakers. Most people don't, right? Because it doesn't give them a way out. That's why people don't like the term deal breaker, right? Because once you establish it, now you held accountable to it, no matter the scenario, mm. and that's hard to do. Now, there are some things like, for example. You might say you might have some preferences that you can negotiate on, mm-hmm. right? Like you might you Jessica, you might like tall guys. Well, maybe you might decide to date a guy that's only five six, you know, five seven. That's you know that's a preference that you can negotiate on. But mm-hmm. like you said, you're not going to change your preference. You're not going to change your um your negotiable in terms of honesty. Someone's right. dishonest. You you see a pattern of dishonesty. Guess what? You're not going all of a sudden say, well, you know what? I can kind of deal with that. You know, no, you, that's a deal breaker for you. So there has to be deal breakers in a scenario. Sorry, Rob, you gotta have some stuff that you, that you stand on. I pulled up my list. You stand on. When you're oh, saying you that, a list? I pulled up my okay. reflection. Um, and okay. you're right; these are deal breakers. I can't deal with these things. Um, <laughs> I can't say what yeah, I want to say. Give, us a, give but, us a couple of them. Um, drug abuse. No, I can okay. say them all. Drug that's... abuse, disrespect. Laziness, bad listening skills, and disorganization. There you go. Like I can't, those are things that literally make me cringe and make my skin crawl, and I I can't do it. I can't. I don't have the patience for it anymore. Mm, okay. I just can't do now, it. So what I would challenge you to do there, though, is take those deal breakers and figure out how they relate to your values. Right. My values are respect. Mm-hmm. So disrespect. Disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> Honesty, loyalty, okay. uh, selflessness, and ambitiousness, or being ambitious. Okay. I don't know if that's a word. So That's good stuff. Yeah, so disorganization and laziness, you know, so it's, it's kind of, they mirror. It's like they're the opposites. It's like the opposites. Oh, look at you. Oh, damn. I saw what you just did there, Troy. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that, right? Uh-huh. Ding dong. The cat is home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. They should ma- that, that makes sense. Hmm. So so let's think about it, Rob. So so let's think about it. You got values, right? You got deal breakers. Now you need strategy, right? Yeah. If you're dating, there has to be strategy to dating, huh? Yeah. Yeah, and I hate. I know I people need hate this it. part because yeah. I am I have Go a ahead, lot Jessica. of clarity. Uh huh. Go <laughs> um, ahead, Jessica. What I want. Uh, I've done my self work. I'm so I'm very self aware. I know things that typically are challenging because I've talked to my friends. I've gained the understanding of what the outside world sees me as, what I see myself as, things that I want to attract in my life. I feel like I, so, and, and another thing I think I would go on the record is saying in manifestation. So I manif- I can manifest anything. Mm-hmm. Yet I have not manifested a soulmate thus far. And 
I don't think it's impossible is going back to your term of strategy. Um, that is hard because I do not, if one more person suggests that I get on online dating, I don't like it. It does not bring me joy. I feel like it is like trying to find a soulmate on Facebook marketplace. And okay. they're not going to tell you that it has a scratch on the back. They're not going to take a picture of that. They're just taking mm -hmm. the picture. So you have to like, I, I don't like it. As you can see, my voice is heightened. I am triggered. Oh, yeah, you're triggered. Ow. You are triggered yeah. for a okay. reason. Uh, I'm a, uh, Calm your neck down huh? a little bit because you like, you, I, know, I feel like I, I did something. <laughs> no, I hate online dating. Don't, don't worry about it, Rob. I, I, I got her, Rob. Don't even worry Thank about you. it. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I got her. Don't even okay. worry about it. So so let's talk about that, right? Okay. So number one, I, I would have to understand why you're triggered by online dating. I've had very horrible experiences on online okay. dating. I have so, met... It, okay, I've met bad people uh, in real life, and I shouldn't say bad, like people that were not ready, so that ha are not mentally stable, emotionally stable, um, goal-oriented. So here's my question. Where are you going to meet people? Right now, nowhere, because, I mean, we're in a pandemic, and we're masked up, and no one's really going anywhere. So the, the only place I feel like is online, but I don't like it. But so here, here's what I tell a lot of my clients that come to me the same way you come to me. Mm -hmm. it, it ain't designed. I you don't have to like it. But if you have a goal that you're trying to reach, I don't. I don't like working out. Okay. Right. But if I want to lose weight, I'm gonna have to go work out. Mm -hmm. Right. So it ain't really that you gotta like it. But what you can do is find ways to make it more enjoyable. Like for example, I can you know do a a certain type of class that I can burn calories in. Versus going to lift weights. That might be more enjoyable for me. You see what right. I mean? You right. got to think about online dating as how do I expand my circle, my social circle? Okay. That's all it is, right? And you got to have some strategy that stops you from getting burnt out. Okay. And the reason you get burnt out is because you consistently find what you don't want, right? Or you entertain what you don't want and it takes you a while to figure out that you didn't want it. A lot of times that starts with knowing what you want from the beginning, right? That's the first thing. Secondly, Understand this. People are going to be people no matter where you meet them, right? They're mm -hmm. going to be people no matter where you meet them. So if you cut off online dating in the middle of a pandemic, where you where are you leaving yourself with? Where are you leaving? You, you, said, my, you said my goal <laughs> is to find a soulmate. My goal is to find a soulmate, but I don't want to find a soulmate in the places where people are during a pandemic. How does that work? Good point. <laughs> It makes I'm sense. Still here. Yes. So, so okay. So so let's let's talk about that even more, right? So, do you know like so you might be talking about dating sites, right? That's what you talking right. about. Yes. So do you know the biggest dating site in the world right now is Instagram? Yes. My friend literally came over here the other day and said that we we were going to find me someone on Instagram. Are you, are and you I, on Instagram? I am on Instagram. Oh, yeah, she's all on right, there. So, so, so all the fellas that's looking for a nice woman, they should follow her on Instagram. That's the first thing. Um, but number two, like you, you know what's so cool about the internet is that if you meet a guy in the grocery store, right, you have no data on him whatsoever. Mm -hmm. All you know is that he walked up to you, he said hello, asked for your number, right? All you know is he looked a certain way. Mm -hmm. You can literally go on the internet and find and have a whole idea of a person mm -hmm. before you ever entertain them. This, now, that is the pro to online dating. 
Like yes. you weed out, you weed through it faster. Whereas in the grocery store, it takes you a couple of conversations to realize something's not right here. But usually within online dating, it's a faster turnover because you you get a profile, you get an idea of how their thought process to even fill out an application. You're getting like what they think are attractive pictures. And I'm not talking about attractive, meaning in actual looks, but in the pose that you took the picture or whatever you feel. It gives you a lot of understanding about people. Y'all know what dating is? You know what dating is? If you define dating at its core, it's collecting data. Hmm. That's what that's what dating is. So you are literally collecting data about people to decide if they're a good fit for you. That's what you're doing. Right. And so if you look at it that way, you stop looking at it as like some big challenge, right? Then you won't be as frustrated. Now, I always encourage my clients to take breaks. Like if you if you starting to meet a bad guy after bad guy or bad girl after bad girl, then take a break. Take a couple weeks off from it and then go back to it. But you can't say online dating or meeting people online is bad when the data proves something totally different. The data says that people are meeting faster online than anywhere else. Right. So are you going to be the exception to the rule because you don't like it, quote unquote, or are you going to find a better dating strategy? That becomes the question. Mm. And so what happens is if you have a better dating GPS, meaning you know what you want, then you can weed people out faster, right? And so that means that you're frustrated less you see what I mean? The problem mm-hmm. is you probably got really high expectations of the people you meet, right? And then they disappoint you, and now you're upset. I'm known because I'm detail-oriented. She it is a part me. of... Because there's some truth to it. I'm honest. I said I was going to be transparent. Uh-huh. There is a level of truth to it, but I don't think my level of truth stems mm-hmm. from bitterness or from like a negative energy like um as previously like i think yeah, women yeah. men you go through it which was your first question to rob about i'm assuming that you've done the healing there's yeah. a lot of people that have not healed and so i feel like i've gone that's not where my expectation lies it's just that yeah you're not cutting it i i want to know what that feels like because i want to say i feel like i'm the opposite like mm-hmm. I get a first impression. I get a feel for you via conversation. I'm like, oh, let's just hang out and see where the fuck this goes. I really don't, because some eventually, no matter who it is, they're going to disappoint you. But I'm just like, I'm more so focused on who are you and what type of qualities do you have. Like, I want to get to who you really are. I want to get past the representative and all that stuff. Um, I really like, I'm not going to say I don't have expectations, but they're not really high. And... It, it gives me a clearer view because it's like I can't I can't really have expectations because you don't know me you don't know how to interact with me yet yes. so it's like you're not gonna be able to really treat me well because you don't even know what that looks like to me like you don't even know what makes me operate what makes me tick um, which is why <laughs> at times I've dated people my friends are like why'd you ever and I'm like yo like I give things a chance or a try I can't look at this person and automatically say nah you ain't it because I don't know. I agree with you there, Rob. But that's just and my personality test. I took a personality test and it said my openness was a hundred percent. 
So I'm a hundred percent open, which mm-hmm. when I, when I looked at the things that I've navigated to in life, just in general, like I'll do the things that most of my friends are like, how did you find that? How did you even end up there in that store to like, know that this was going to be a thing because I'm so open. Mm-hmm. But with people, I feel like there is this like, there's a, I have my energy and instinctively I know I know not, I might not know if you're right, but I know, no, we're, we can't even start at the baseline because it's called intuition, right? It is intuition. And there's like more recently, a guy, he asked for my number. Uh, I gave him my number. We talked. What? He didn't even rise to the level of discussion because it was so crazy like day one i literally he only saw me for 45 seconds he asked for my number i gave him my card because the the situation he interrupted a service him and his friend so i was like i'm with the client but here's my card you can contact fast forward he contacted me but that first phone call was so heavy like it was it was forced it was heavy and it was um, what the Lord said to him, what he, like, he, um, he's happy. So me being, what did he say? I'm happy and I want you to be happy. And if we go out on a date and you like, it was like so much inflated, like narrative that it was nothing about, Hey, I saw you and I just really wanted to talk to you. It wasn't everyday life living. I felt like it was very exaggerated, very, in a different Mm. mental space and I could tell instantly and I was right because um there was a series I mean he just text and text and text and text and text and text and text (laughs) with no response and it was all on one side of the screen and eventually he was he was like I'm gonna what did he say I'm um going to uh, just go, I think it's best we go our separate ways. And I said, I think, I think that is best. And then that's how, that's gonna, but that's going to happen though. I mean, that's just, I mean, well, in, the, in a dating that's scene, a little that's to me extreme in one, it's, in 45 seconds of conversation. But if you met him online, it would have been the same thing. So it's like, you're going to run into people. Like, I think the, it goes back to your expectation level is that is you have this narrative in your head, how it's going to play out. With the person, with the person you meet, you don't want to have to go through a bunch of people to figure it out. I get that, but you're gonna have to. But I don't feel like I have to do that with people. That, and I don't really have a different expectation. And I said soulmate, but that's not even my initial outlook when I'm meeting people. Yes, yeah, you said soulmate. I did say soulmate, so I want to go on the record and say, I'm looking, and I told Rob this. I want partnership when it comes to a relationship i want a partner a life partner somebody i can build businesses with live life with travel with so so okay all of I'm, that, about, I'm, about, I'm about to interrupt you all right okay go and ahead here's, here's why here's why i feel like this was a jedi mind trick because we're supposed to be talking about rob oh we, we're gonna get back to rob we're gonna get back to rob <laughs> this is part two the, for me remember that right you know the thing right here's the thing you have to question yourself when it comes to strategy where are you looking for people so there's so beyond just online dating, right? Are you finding people in spaces that share your values, right? Are you meeting people? So you say you want somebody you can build businesses with, all right? Are you going to business conferences? Are mm-hmm. you going to entrepreneur? Are you in entrepreneurship groups? You know, mm-hmm. are you in 
Like, where are the places at that you're meeting people that have like-mindedness like you? And then are you making yourself available in those spaces? That becomes the other question. Like, you can't just be in the space like I'm here. Like, right, 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 right. You have to engage. So you got to engage. So, like, Clubhouse is a very good place where you can you can meet people. See you look your face. I'm telling no, you. No, I'm telling only saying you. that I'm not on. I'm not not on Clubhouse. She'll be on her phone. I'm gonna leave you alone. I get it on my iPad, so I'm gonna get it on my iPad and I'm gonna join Clubhouse. So, but here's but, the thing: you you gotta be strategic about if you you at least take some of the guesswork out if you meet people in places that you have shared interest in. You take right. some of the guesswork out, and so even in those spaces, you're still gonna meet some people that you don't click with. That's okay. okay I but think that at that least is, you start. That's a great start because it is a. Going back to um, uh, the the whole premise of my, I, I think my approach is, I have looked at this as if I as if that won't happen in real life because you do meet people that annoy you. Like I met that guy in real life, yeah. and not online. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna readdress it from watch, that angle because I this, really feel this. like it's pointless to log into an app to do that. <laughs> Nope, it's not pointless. But if you if you find it better to do it other places, then go for it. Now watch this, Rob. Huh? Do do you do you have trouble meeting women online? No. And See I don't use point? dating apps. I use Facebook, and I'm <laughs> so just what, in singles what do you think groups. The, what do you think the biggest difference is? You are in places. Okay, you're in singles groups. You're yeah. in places where people are looking for you. Yeah. Right. But it makes it easier if you're in a group doing those kind of things. So my point, Jessica, is he's looking at it like, I don't have a problem doing this, but you're looking at it like it's a task. It is. That's what it feels like emotionally. It feels like a task. And that's when it feels like that, you take your break. That's when you take your break. You take your break, you re-energize, and then you go back to the game. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this, Jessica. What? Um... You should find a singles group for your area because I'm in a DMV. I'm in Virginia now. I don't know if I told you that, Troy, but um, I'm in a DMV singles group. So they're all in this area and there's thousands of people in there and I get to see posts. I get to post. People comment. I get to I get to have interactions with them before I really interact with them. Um, and I met a really good friend on there. Like, I was trying to flirt. But <laughs> we ended up being friends, which is cool, which is fine. <laughs> She's awesome. But I met a really good person. So I'm like, oh, they do exist. You know what I'm saying? So I, I float in a couple of those groups, actually. So um, And it's much more manageable. It feel, It's more real, too, because like, I can see like it's not a made-up dating profile. Like You have a Facebook. I can see your pictures, your mama, your cousin. So kind of like what Troy was saying, I get to see a bit more. Yep. I'm open to that. And even when you're on a dating profile, you can tell a lot about a person by how much effort they put into it, mm. right? Right. You can you can tell a lot about a person on that. Now, <laughs> that's Jessica, my whole point. <laughs> but 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 Jessica, here here's the thing. What if I told you? What if I told you? You you're not gonna like this. But what if I told you that the women that have the most success online dating are the women who approach first? What I'm, if I told you that? I'm gonna be. I, I gotta interject. Every relationship I've been in, they approach me first. Even the person I just told you about, that's my friend, she approached, she DM'd me. I don't like it. You don't like it? Why? Tell me why. I got her doing a whole coaching session on here. 
Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it. <laughs> I, shit, I didn't know she needed it. I came or here for me. Or anything. I want out. I want out. No. <laughs> I, I don't like it because I feel like in my personal experience, I I have been a person to pursue. And no, nope, wrong word. Let me interrupt you. you Use the word pursue. What's that's the not approaching is not pursuing. Well, appro- okay. Mm. What's the difference? Help the me. Difference is if I approach, it's essentially I am making my interest known. Pursuing okay. means I'm now following you on on the path, right? Oh, got I'm, you. I'm, got I'm you. now trying to get you to talk to me kind of stuff gotcha. approaching is not pursuing and i think a lot of women look at it that way yes. which is why it's okay. so intimidating right like or not even intimidating. Here. it's like um that's why they they don't like it as much because they think oh, i ain't chasing no man i'm like i'm not asking you to chase nobody what i'm asking you to do is make yourself available and show your interest yeah because guess what think about it from the other side from men right men have been taught to essentially get rejected over and over and over again and keep going Right, we've been taught that. We've been doing that our whole life. That's we don't like it though. We hate it, but we still do it because we've been taught that is what we got to do to get women. Right. So, if 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 you separate yourself, right, in the pool of women, you separate yourself by by actually giving him meeting him halfway, where now at least he knows his chance of an outcome is way better than I got to just randomly, you know, approach you and and might I might get my feelings hurt. Or I might get ignored or whatever. I'm more likely to be like, you know what? I like her. She takes some initiative. You know what I mean? That's way sexier to me than the one that just sits back and and says nothing. You know what I mean? Right. Now, now I, w- I want to clarify something. Um, once you approach, that now you can be get back into your feminine energy and receive. You right, and I mean? that's where I like to rest there. Well, you can rest there, but you no, gotta have the opportunity. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you gotta have the opportunity to rest. <laughs> Let me correct that because I realize this is going out into the world. So, no, I'm not just like I take care of me. I take when I say receive, I'm not looking for a handout. I'm not looking no, for anybody to take care of me. I just mean I would like to feel like a woman and feel pursued that's where the term pursue i think would be more fitting uh so i don't mind approaching someone but if he I, likes I, you i want to fight for your attention i'm a if woman he, if, if he likes you if he's into you you won't have to do that all right but yeah. here's the here's the here's the deal though here's the deal here's the gig Uh-oh. he might not be that into you and you got to be right. okay with that you see that's right. why most women don't want to do this because they can't handle Someone not being into them. Yeah. Right? I mean, Ego wise. Go ahead, go ahead, Rob. This is um and this is why I like it actually. Um and actually uh <laughs> I've pursued as well. And I noticed that well, I've approached and pursued. And I've noticed I feel like men tend to be a bit more direct. I mean, obviously it varies person to person, but like I'm very direct and I know that a majority of the women that I've tried to talk to, they want to play these games and they want to try to do all this feeling out. And it takes me a while to figure out if you are even really interested. I mean, other than you replying to me, that don't mean you interested. But you saying, you know, hey, you know, I noticed your profile picture and I thought you were handsome. I just wanted to let you know. That's a clear indicator. You know what I'm saying? So that that removes a layer of BS for me already. 
so I can already get to, you know what I'm saying? I don't have to worry about how do I need to approach you? How do I, because like, I'm, I'm just going to be honest. Some women in this group, like I used, like, you have to be so strategic in just what you say, how you say it, because everyone is offended by so many different things. Like I said something about, I used the word exotic. And one woman was like, I'm not an animal from, from the southern countries. And other women was like, I don't see a problem with that. Like, you know, and I'm just like, y'all complicated to the mug. Well, that's a, that's, that's a but, kind of a good point. Go ahead. But, I'm sorry. But um, I don't know. It just eliminates a lot of stuff. Just And it, it, it ain't even like, yo, what's going on, Big Daddy? It could just be a simple, hey, hope you're having a good morning. That's an approach. I hear you. I I feel like men and women this when are we gonna align and be men and women <laughs> like, we are no we are aligned though see if you can rest I don't in feel your like it's okay so listen i feel like i keep the people that i the the conversations in my experience is not aligned and then when i talk to rob i'm like well who are you talking to like why are, why are the people that are on the same path it's like we're in different circles like and it is now it becomes this mating game of hello like when is mating season what do i have to do throw my elbow like i, I need but you, you're not but you're not in the spaces like you gotta get in the right spaces that's all it is you get in the right spaces and then you do these strategic things then now you increase your chances of success that's really what it comes down to you gotta think unless you're in college right college is the ultimate mating ground because you got a bunch of people in one area that have the same kind of values essentially right at the mm -hmm. core right. of it all they're in, they're in there for a reason once you got a college you go and you live a whole separate life and you outside of work in the gym how much community do you have right right you got you got a few different communities unless you're in like a organization or something like that right. um but ultimately you got to create your own communities right and That's so once fact. you're in those communities now all of a sudden you got to make yourself approachable you got to mine consists of mostly women and see that's another okay. issue Right. That, that, when I look at it now, I would say all of my external, even within work mm. and outside of work, it is with women. women. Mm. So there you go. So now you got, I mean, your chances of meeting people are so low. So you got to do online. And if you don't do that, you got really low chances of meeting people. So you right. got to be very strategic about where you spend your time. The other piece of this too is who are you letting know that you are looking, right? Who, who, are the, who are the people that you trying to get the hookup from? I've been on the market for a long time now. But it who are you well known. I like... See, you said something, you, this, and that's a woman trait right there. You say it, it should be well known. Okay. No, 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 no. That's totally different than talking to someone and say, you know what, I'm really looking for someone that I can build some partnership with. You know, if you know someone that's single, you know, would you would you introduce me? That's a whole different thing than I'm just single, so somebody should hook me up. This is true. I like now. You're really hitting on some buttons today, because I realized that I have probably taken a very passive route to this thing. Passive, right? And you're not strategic and intentional about what you're trying right. to do. Right. I'm intentional about every other aspect of my life, which is what I told you, Rob. I said, why is it that I'm the most intentional person, yet this one area, like. You know why? Because you've been told to sit back and wait. That's what you've been taught your whole life. You know, that women just sit back and cross their legs. And that's, that's, that is true when you're in your feminine energy, but you got to already be in the space. You see what I'm but saying? I, and 
Because I don't really feel like I, I think I'm very vocal, but maybe I'm confusing my, my ability to be vocal with, I'm also sitting back and waiting. You in Dallas, you in one of the biggest cities in America and you talking about you can't meet nobody. Well, it's like going back to culture though. I don't, even in Dallas, like I feel like when I go to DC, DC is popping. So are you, are you are, okay? Are you open to, to long distance? Are you open to relocating? Are you open, I am to... open to? I I am open to that. Both of those. Um, well, so why you ain't trying to meet people in those places? Hmm. You see what I'm saying? It's all strategy. This is why I do what I do, right? Because it is strategy. I just need to take all my business skills to dating. Ding 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 ding. It's marketing. Right. I just figured. Two weeks. It's all it's all marketing. You are a product, right? True. Okay. I hate to say it like it sounds bad, right? But say less. Follow it's, me it's, on it's, Instagram. You are a product. My whole campaign is coming out in two weeks at exposure. Well, there you go. Well, see, I guarantee you one thing. It's plenty of people meeting people every day. That's yes. how I know that to be true. That's I know true. that to be true. You want to know how I know that to be true? Because people are having a lot of sex. A lot of babies being born. People meeting people. So if that's the case, why you mm. ain't meeting nobody? It's like if you got a product, people sell products every day. How come your product can't be involved? Right. So anyway, Rob, where you at? Uh -huh. Yeah, you done moved on from me. Told hey, her. Let me go yeah, get me another one. Rob trying to hide in the conversation now. You I'm, not, I mean? I'm dating already, hey, so I mean... I'm dating. So you, so I, I don't dating. have a problem with finding. I love what he said, too. Rob said, like, I'm dating multiple people. I do believe in that. I absolutely believe in that. And but you have to get one to get to multiple. I think that women and men should date date openly, date until you meet someone that that gives you enough attention, not gives you attention, I'm choosing my words wisely here, but someone that uh, attracts you in a capacity where it's like, I don't want to really date these people. I like you. That's when yeah. you should start trimming your dating down. But until that, if you're you're getting to know people. Yeah, and I, Absolutely. I I'm taking my time too, much like what Troy said, like, you gotta, and here's the other thing too, like, I, when it comes to, man, you, you said something that I, I say in these groups all the time. When, when I see women and men complaining about not finding good people, I'm like, where are you looking? Are you in places that are conducive to your life that align with what you're doing? Like me, I'm in gaming groups. I'm mm -hmm. in podcast groups. I'm in DJ groups. I'm in exercise groups. I'm in entrepreneur. I'm in so many groups that I already know I got something in common with you already because we're in this space together. So but how do you keep up with these groups? <laughs> I don't have to. It's hey. passive. I scroll on Facebook for 10 or 15 minutes. Maybe somebody posts something in the group that catches my eye. I'll click. I'll look through some of the comments. I might see a, uh, a young lady and say, huh, I like what she said there. And then I'll reply to her or something like that. Like it's, it's, it's very passive. It's not like a dating app that's blowing yeah. my phone up. And now, oh, this is a date. Oh my gosh. Let me see who. Like, no, it's like, I'm not even honestly looking for it. But it's gotcha. cool because, one, I know it's something that I'm already interested in because it's based off of what the group is about. And then, two, let me just take a look at it. Um, but I'm not <laughs> – I got to watch what I say. <laughs> right. I'm not trying to have 15 women that I'm so dating. Say. Huh? Say that again. 
I said, I'm not trying to date like 15 women though. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm pacing myself. Um, the mm -hmm. friend of a friend thing is really good. That's really good because if they really your friend, be. they're not going to hook you up with something bad. No, they can. They can, no, I mean, they can, does. but if they're really your friend, like when people, I have girls do that to me all the time, right? And I, I only have a couple people I could highly, honestly, highly recommend. That's mm -hmm. just true. Cause I'm like, no, because I don't want that to affect my friendship. Cause I got cussed exactly. out at home coming like that. Uh, <laughs> no comment, no comment, no comment. It, it, it happens, man. But you know what? He's telling you that there's proof in the pudding, right? And there's some women that are very good daters and there's some women that are not. What I found is right. the difference in, is the mindset and the strategy. That's really what it comes down to. Mindset and strategy. Patience. I mean, some of it comes down to, you know, physical attractiveness too, right? Let's just be honest. Some of it comes down to how people physically look too. I mean, I get that. But still, there's somebody for everybody. So, I mean, if you're like, you know, somebody that's like, you know, extremely beautiful, of course you can always have people coming after you, right? Yep. You know, that's just how, that's just how it go. It mm -hmm. is what it is. But you got to be able to cut through all that. Mm-hmm. You got to be oh. able to cut through all that. I'm showing my all the legs on Instagram. Live in two weeks. Huh? Say that again. I said my marketing campaign goes live in two weeks. Oh, we're gonna, we gonna watch for it now, Rob. We're holding it to it. No, gonna, I'm definitely gonna watch for it. I want to know how many virtual dates you've been on after two weeks. Okay. I want to know. So, see, we got we, we got oh, you right. So, we're gonna see how, you, how this goes. But no, I think I love what y'all are talking about, though. I mean, Rob, if you talk about, like, hey, I got a question for you, Rob. I'm not even interviewing, but I'm asking you anyway. When you meet these women, you're dating multiple women, how are you keeping that, like, honest what are you what are you saying or are you saying nothing i lied what do you mean no, no I'm kidding. You, <laughs> what are you saying look at jessica oh my god <laughs> she's about to have a fit about that <laughs> oh lord why <clears throat> i say right now i'm just dating i'm having fun um my intention right now is to date to have fun I'm not necessarily looking for a serious relationship, but if I develop feelings for you, I will let you know. If you develop feelings for me, let me know because if this is not working, I don't like to play games. I don't want to drag you along. I don't want you to feel like I'm using you. I don't do that to people. Um, and I'm dating multiple people. Sounds simple enough. That's what I tell everybody. And you know what he's doing? You're giving people the choice. That's ex exactly because I've been in a position where I wasn't given a choice. You just decided to go right. do what you wanted to do, and I don't like that. And a lot, <laughs> I talk about this in Nobody some of my clubhouse that. rooms, and they don't believe me. You don't really do that, and they okay with that. And I'm like, yeah, because they know they don't have to guess. They know up front, okay, he's not looking for a relationship, so there's a chance that. This might not work, but he might like me, and there there may be a relationship. Also know that if he's not with me, there's a possibility he's talking to or dating other women. But I know this day one. Mm -hmm. It's not when he's with me and I see a text and it says, Keisha, you know day one. He's also opened the door for, I also opened the door for communication. Hey, if the, when this is not working for you or you feel like you want to do a temperature check and ask me how I'm feeling or whatnot, fine. If we're doing certain things and you're like, mm, Without a commitment, I don't want to do these things. Let me know. That's fine. Like, I enjoy the company of women, period. So, mm -hmm. hanging with you, little cuddles, a couple other things. I, I can do that. You know what I'm saying? But I know where I am mentally. And I know that a relationship takes work. And it's going to take someone super duper special to really pull me out of this space 
and really get me to look at her and say, ooh, I need to put some things down and, and maybe adjust for her. Um, but I'm just deep into that space right now. So all I can do is just be honest. I mean, it, it makes it. things That's easier for me. Honesty is so... So how, so how would you take it, Jessica, if a man said that to you? I, I am... For me, honesty, I can accept over everything. I don't care what it is. Be honest about it. Because that puts you in a position of power to, like you said, to choose. Like, to choose what you're what you're accepting into your space versus to now be um, blindsided later when you didn't know these things. And a lot of times it comes from cowardly perspectives to me. Like people choose for you because they yep. think you're going to respond a certain yep. way. They think yep. you're going to feel something. And it's, yep. it's really not fair to me to, to be able to say, no, I really didn't care. Or I no, I, I'm glad that you told me because that is something that would bother me. Like, I think transparency, you can't be mad at the truth. I mean, see, you can, but, you can choose I'm, to. I'm going to argue with you on this, though. I'm going to tell you why. Because I have a lot of clients who will say they're okay with honesty, but they hear what they want to hear, right? So they right. say, be honest with me, be honest with me, and a, and a guy's honest with them, and then they respond terribly because of it. Or what they do is, they hear what they want it to believe to be true. So he says, I'm not looking for a relationship. She says, oh, but he was acting like he wanted to be in a relationship. No, mm -hmm. but he said, I don't want to be in a relationship. So now you have this awkward moment. You have this right. awkward mm -hmm. we conversation. You know, you have this, uh, you know, well, you, you, you act like you call me all the time. You do this. Yeah, but I told you I didn't want to be in a relationship. So here's my advice to women all the time is when someone says it, believe it. Right. And that's what I was going to say. Most people that I find when you're not okay with the truth is because you haven't done the work on that. And you haven't really identified that pocket within yourself. Because once you get to that space of, all right, like, this is what it is. They did tell me this. Like, you come to a self-reckoning. But people want to believe the narrative that they want to. Even when I think back in my more naive self, like when I was younger and things that I believed, because I, I have been that woman at one point in time of thinking like, well, these actions equate to an emotion. Everybody as an empath, I know that I feel on a different level than most people feel on. And so just because we can do uh, uh, act, uh, action we can like perform an action but that doesn't equate to the emotion so many people numb their emotions so they'll Facts. do all of these things and if you associate the things with how they feel about you then you're automatically screwed because that's not what that means they just did the thing maybe that's what they just their mother or their father did that they saw that it was demonstrated so in their world they're thinking that that's just what you do. It doesn't have anything to do with the emotional connection that you have now caused it to mean. So. And, and that's why I try to be like, um, me being even more transparent, one of the people I'm dating, I stopped doing some things with her because I realized I'm like, this is, this is too much. Um, mm -hmm. These, some of these things are a bit too intimate and I don't want to send mixed signals either. 
um, because of what you just said. I don't think there's anything wrong with what you just said. I think we're human beings, and when people, when someone makes you feel good, it's you're gonna have a feeling. You're gonna feel you're gonna something. Get that about dopamine. It. Yeah, you're gonna feel about it. So I'm like, all right, I need to. You know, and I had a conversation about it. And I'm like, look, I don't just want to stop. Like, here's one, two, three, why? Because I, I had a conversation last night and they were like, well, you can't be making people, f you're doing all the stuff as if you're in a relationship type deal. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, mm, that makes sense. Um, but I don't typically do that. Like, my communication is limited. How often I see you is limited and stuff like that. I'm just, I'm pacing myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm pacing myself. And again, this is why I open the door for communication about how you're feeling. Because if we're doing these intimate things, then I, I need to be mindful of how you're feeling. Because I don't want you to feel like I feel the same way based off in action. Yeah. I tell men that all the time. You know how mature that is, though? As a man, I, I tell, men have to be more mature in that. Sometimes we can see and we identify that the woman is thinking it's more than what it is. Yes. And so in those, in those moments, we have to do what you did and say, you know what, let me pull back because I'm setting you up for failure. Yeah. Right? I'm setting you up for failure. Yes. And that that maturity that you mentioned, I actually had a conversation with the guy and his response was, well, who's going to be okay with that? Nobody want." And it's like he's already determined that all the women in the world are not going to be able to take this. So I feel like it is definitely a maturity thing, but how do you come, I guess, how do you navigate that? Because so many people right now, I feel like are trying to be in relationships or achieve something within an existing relationship. And people come with so much baggage and traumas and immaturity, which I personally think when, you, when I look at that person in particular, uh, for example, how they were raised. So you have a mother figure that, I don't want to say babied you, but nurtured you to uh, and beyond. And so, boy. right. And so therefore you have that, which is fine and understandable that there are these connections within our communities, but not having the maturity to know that in a relationship that that's different and mm -hmm. that your partner is not your mother and that the way that you you can't talk to your mom because you don't want to hurt your mom's feelings or I can't tell my mom I'm not coming home for Christmas. Those That same level, I think, of um, maturity that they would not have there, it now is mimicked in relationships in what a woman can or cannot handle. And I feel like that is like a big disconnect. Um, and, and most guys don't want to deal with it. So instead yeah, of like, you don't want to see y'all cry, right? And they've been conditioned to just like, no, nah, I ain't gonna say it. I'm not gonna bring it up. I'm not, and it's like a shrink, but it doesn't mm -hmm. do anybody any good in the relationship. And there's the and other my... caveat of, mofo's be lying. <laughs> so <laughs> that's true. that's a strong indicator. Um, people typically lie to get what they want, and they know once the truth comes out, or once you like, when I say what I say. Like those mm -hmm. things, I typically think in my head she's going to be done. And mm -hmm. I thought it was done after we had one of our conversations. And she was like, no. She was like, I appreciate you being honest. I've managed my feelings. Mm. So she's I was like, oh. Because here's my thing. Like you say, how do you navigate it, Jessica? You don't know until you're in it. This is new for me too. 
Like, this is the first time in my life I have dated like this. But I've always been honest and transparent, even when it was with one person. But I'm like, yo, because there's there's so many things involved. There's emotions involved. If we're having sex, there's health involved. So it's like, I'm, I'm too old to be playing these games and all that. Like, I'm like, yo, eh, if you're going to be in my space, you need to be valuable too. So it's like, I don't even want you in my space if the energy ain't right. And I ain't trying to be, I don't ever want to be a bad memory or a regret. So <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Uh, it starts with honesty. So, nah, Jessica, I, I get what you're saying. Like, some people are not mature enough to handle the conversations. Some people aren't mature enough to have the conversations. Right. You know what I mean? And to me, that means you. Have, I think you have to be able to sniff this stuff out early in people, mm-hmm. right? By asking very inquisitive questions, right? Instead of just like, "What's your favorite color?" You know, we got to start getting deeper with people and having. But I always tell people, you can have deep conversations that are still very casual. Right. See what I mean? Like, too many of us have like these interview questions. But if you're having good conversation with people and you're a good question asker, people will tell you everything you want to know. You, you ask them about how they grew up. You ask them about you know, what are the things that they loved about their mom? What are the things that they wish was different? You know, you start asking these different questions. You know, who are, your, who are the most important people in your life? Why are they so important to you? And what are the things you're passionate about? You know, what are the things that you're fearful of? These are like really good questions you know, that really can dig deeper into a person so we can get to the authentic person. Right. So, you know why people get frustrated in dating is because they put all this effort into someone, you know, for three months or whatever it is. Then they realize the person is not no one who, they're not who they thought they were. Yeah. But no, this is good conversation. I think people need to have these honest conversations. I mean, to yeah. me, what I love about it is y'all, you, know, you talk about doing the work first and then have, if you do the work, it allows you to be comfortable in your space yeah. so that you can have an honest mm-hmm. conversation. Right? Yeah. Like, if I was dating now, I, I would, I mean, I'm married, but man, if I was dating now, I would be just like, right, I would just be like, here's here's where I am. You know, let's have open dialogue and conversation. I want to be as transparent as I can with you. And then if I start identifying that it's not working, then I need to cut it off. I need to remove myself from the situation. Yeah. Here's the problem though, Jessica. People wait on other people to remove them from the situation. Meaning, Instead of you seeing what you know you don't want, instead of removing yourself from it, women will tell me all the time, they'll be like, why won't he just let me go? Why won't you let yourself go is the question I have. <laughs> yes, and I, and I know someone is going to probably go back to the text messages, but I told this gentleman, which this was a person that approached me, asked me was I single. I said, yes. I said, here's my card, all in this 45 second conversation. So when we first talked on the phone the very first time, I asked, well, you asked me was I single, but you know, because of life experiences, I now have to make sure I ask that question back because it does not count if they ask you. That's like 19 year old, 20 year old Jessica. Now I'm like, well, are you single? Well, he was actually married, going through a divorce, separated. I said, well, I would like to let you know that I'm not interested within you until, uh, based on your current marital status. And um, he followed back up a couple of times and I texted him and I said, I know when we spoke, um, I I want you to know that I seriously meant I do not want to engage with you based on your current marital status. Like, yeah. I don't care that you're going through a divorce and separated. No, I don't I don't want that energy. I don't want none of that. I don't want the process. I don't want the baggage. I don't want to hear about divorce court. I don't want to hear about mm-hmm. none of that. I want you to come to me 
when you about are him going, about him going back. You don't want to hear him, right. him going Idiot. back. Right, I don't want the backtrack. <laughs> I don't want the process of like because it's it's very toxic. Because you're not you haven't gone back to your first question to Rob. If you're talking to me in this overlapping and you're currently in a relationship, married, whether you're separated and there is no going back to your spouse, you haven't done the healing work. So you're not my person right now anyway, unless there's like, I, I don't see it. Like God's going to have to really talk to me now. Like, and that overlapping, you, you haven't done any work. You're just now transitioning. It's like sending the files all over here to me and I don't want them. <laughs> so I made it very clear in that first message that, uh, well, the, when he texts back that I was not interested and that was my stance on it. Mm-hmm. Well, he continues to text. And a lot of my friends were like, you can block him, but I'm not a blocker. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I'm not a real big you should, blocker. You, you should become one. Yes. Okay, and that's another. I, yeah, I'm not. Those, see, you, I don't it, like blocking. You don't, you don't but see, you don't, like, you don't, you don't owe the person anything. This is true, and I don't know where this comes from, but I'm really not a blocker. You don't like, owe I'm them only, access. You don't owe. Them. See, think about it. Back in the day, you wouldn't have blocked. You just wouldn't answer the phone, right? Right, and I stopped answering his messages. So that's why I mean, it was message, message, me- message, message on one side of the screen. And it wasn't until like, okay, dude, like, when are you going to get it? I already told you I don't want to engage with you. So like now to me, I've been very clear. I, there, There is clarity and yep. you're not getting it. Hmm? Block. He should have blocked him. Right after yeah. finished, I probably should have blocked him. He, he, he was deserving of a block. I'm just not, I don't know. It makes me. I don't know. I don't block people. And I probably, I, I've heard that a lot. Like, why don't you block people? You're corny. You need to block people. <laughs> I mean. I haven't had to block many, but yeah. Because I don't, I don't need that around. I don't want that energy. Bye. Okay, clearly mm-hmm. you don't have respect for my boundaries. Boundaries. Bye. There's right. a key word. Right. You gave him the boundaries. I right? did. I did all of that. But so, you know, you know what's different about what Jessica did than a lot of people I know? Is you gave an answer, right? And then you followed up with it again. Right? A lot of women was like, the reason he kept trying was because women say that all the time. They say in the beginning all the time, I ain't dealing with this, I ain't doing with that. Right. Da, da, da. Next thing you know, you're sleeping with her. Like, so it's this is oh, why the man. Continue. Lord. That's why we continue. We've been conditioned to hear, your, to hear it like that, right? We've been conditioned to hear that. He's going to text you three more times. I said, no, he actually said, okay, sounds good. After I sent that message. And then I, I mean, I answered to my cousin and Mm -hmm. I promise you it must've pinged to him because two more messages came in and I screenshot. I was like, I guess you're right. We don't know it's real till we no longer have access. Most times, most times it's like, you gotta just remove access from us. Um, because we've been taught about that challenge and that like a mature man, Mm -hmm. A man that is of high value, you know, he's gonna he's not gonna sit there and chase you all day about that, right? He's gonna be like, okay, I get it. The woman said what she said, I believe her, and that's it. Now we gonna might play cat and mouse for five, ten minutes, but ain't nobody playing cat and mouse if I'm of high value and I'm busy right. and stuff like that. But some people they ain't got to do but to keep trying you. It's almost like what's that word? Um, well, it's not the word, but what's the like, like. Like think about hitting ice, right? Mm-hmm. Tapping it, tapping it, tapping it until it breaks. A lot of mm-hmm. a lot of people will do that. A lot of men will do that to see, you know, you have you ever get text Jessica from like an ex that just mm-hmm. you know, hit you with that kind of 
hey, big head, you know, kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Does mm-hmm. he think he still might have a chance? <laughs> Yo, I, you, I needed you the other night on Clubhouse. <laughs> Off subject, I was talking about handling disrespect and the my homie I was talking to, I was like, sometimes it's better when the man, like if a guy steps to you, like let's say your work husband steps to you incorrect and you say you handle it. I'm like, it hits different when your man comes up to him and handle it. It don't have to be violent. I said, it's different. I said, it's different for men because you might not be the be all end all. And it's not about you. Like it's, it's not that I don't think that you can handle it, but the message comes across very differently. Just like if I try to turn a woman down, it hits different. If my girl comes there and says, yo, don't step to my man. It hits. Yes. She, she just would not get it. I'm like, yo, you don't understand. It sends such a different message. And it's like, you ain't even got to come up to the dude. Like you about to fight him or nothing. But when he see man to man, it's like, all right, hold mm-hmm. up. Change the game. Yeah, because like you said, like they're so used to being rejected, but the next, you know, two weeks later, you, hi, good morning. You just let them back in. You weren't trying to. Yeah. You just being nice. But that yeah. mindset. But mm-hmm. yeah. Whew. Okay, Jessica, we psychoanalyze you. I know. I know you have to skedaddle. Yeah. Um. Meet somebody tonight. <laughs> yeah. Marketing That's your challenge. Uh, tonight at ten. People up all night, all times of night. You said tonight. Right. Hey, hey, hey! All you gotta do is get into that feminine energy, right? That space. Hey, and I'm not approved. That—that's what I tell my friends. Hey, I yo. think people think I'm approved because I have. Uh, I'm not approved. I am like <laughs> I got a hundred on openness, people. Okay. <laughs> I think it's very open, like to well, 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 put off them vibes. You know, put them vibes yes, off. I, I give. I'm. I'm a whole Wink at a couple energy. people. I want to experience. We talked about this in the last episode. However, oh God. like there is a baseline. Like it's a baseline. I tell my friends, like I don't have time for foolishness. So why what? would I? But see, here, here's the here's the thing. The, the, when you say that, like just saying that puts you in a masculine space. Okay. Right? Now, now, now what you're doing is your vibe is I ain't got time to put up with nothing. Okay. Ver- versus, okay. versus being in a very allowing space that says, that says I'm open to everything. Now you can still have boundaries and be open. You're right. All right, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be more open. I feel like part of this comes from my what, Rob? I love this. <laughs> no, I'm loving it too because I love the conversation and these are this is this is good dialogue and I'm willing to be like throw myself out there at the expense because I know that there's a lot of women and men that are mm-hmm. just lost and. I am you better go. You better go watch my video too on IG about qualities seven, that men. Yeah, men loving. Yeah, so you need to go watch it again. You saw watch it? it again. Because <laughs> you, because you know what happens because you told me earlier that your group, your circle, is a bunch of women. Mm-hmm. And when all y'all get together and y'all bosses together and all that and y'all getting y'all bag and all that, all y'all just sitting around in a bunch of masculine energy, right? And then you don't realize that it's just part of you now. They, they didn't leak down to you. They, all that energy just. You, now you lead with it and don't even know you're leading with it. I don't. And and I, and I think, I, I think I'm you're not right. asking you. that, I'm not asking you. I need to ask the men that know you. That's who I need to talk to. I, oh, that's a good interview. Maybe we should. <laughs> I'm scared to bring them on. But uh, 
I I think you're, I'm listening. I'm really trying to stay open here because that's another thing that I do think I agree with you uh, with. Women don't listen as much as we are capable of. And I think that comes from trauma, that comes from being bruised. So I do try to like listen and hear I, I mean, me and Rob go back and forth all the time on different thought processes. So I'm listening and I'm hearing you and I see some of my areas of concern, like things that I could, uh, missed opportunities is what I like to call it. Uh, it is just really hard to peel that plastic off when it's you. Like, I feel like we all, if we were a device and you get a device brand new out of the store, you can like punch all the buttons on the device with the plastic on and you don't know, but like over time, like it starts to come up and it needs to like come off. So I feel like there is a piece of me that is very strong and is very self-sufficient. And I, the things that I feel like guys approach with, they're not what I need. It's what I need is a little bit different. And I really don't know how to come out of that layer because it's so part of my life. Every day I talk to you, where am I? At my computer, doing something, fixing something, creating something. I live alone. I don't have family here. So all of this is building up to a person that is, I, I, I think I'm very feminine. However, I do have, I give off masculine energy in that because I do yeah. so much for myself. Mm -hmm. Of course. So it's hard to... Yeah, I get it. <laughs> but but now you're conscious, right? So, I'm conscious I mean, of it. I'm if, here you, if, you, if, you, if you start being a, a, a student of it, listen, I, I'm starting to be more of a student of masculinity, right? Because, you know, if, if you start being a student of it, start listening to stuff, reading, so you start to realize, like, man, I'm actually better off when I'm in my masculine state. Like, it, it's more natural for me, right? Just like for mm -hmm. you, you'll start seeing, like, you're naturally better feminine. You know what I mean? It's I a am. superpower for you. I, right? I always say that you enjoy it more. Like you only forced to do it the other yeah. way. And right. So when you start to do it, now you can identify it, and then mm -hmm. you can say, you know what? I'm I'm really sitting in some masculine energy right now. Let me, let me, let me, let me sit back and let me allow. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's just a different vibe. Just like as a man, like like if I find myself sometimes, and I've done it, where if I'm being like real indecisive or real like. Um, not like in taking enough initiative on something or whatever. I'm I'm like, okay, I'm in a real not non-masculine space right now. You know what I mean? I need to be assertive in what I'm doing. Let me stop being so passive. You see what I mean? So the only yep. if you're conscious, then you can change it. Right. So I'll, sometimes I'll be thinking to myself, like, oh man, that was a very passive answer to that to my wife. You know, let me just let me let me backtrack and let me say, okay, here's what we're gonna do. Here's how I would like this to happen. You see what I mean? <laughs> so it just changes the energy and you just gotta be conscious we all do it and, here, and here's all i want y'all to hear both of us have those energies right and they exactly. just come to they come to light in different places mm -hmm. yeah. see what i mean like at work you're gonna have to be in your masculine energy right because it's mm -hmm. a doing energy you, you see what i mean mm -hmm. it's like man sometimes i may have to be in my feminine to express myself more to my right mind. emotional your emotional side is in your feminine energy like to tap yeah. into that and to have uh what's the word uh empathy that yeah. comes from a more so like it's coming from a different space you know, so right. i think 
we all just got to be conscious. That's really what it comes down to, man. Because at the end of the day, it really turns us on. Like, that's why we were created this way. Like, femininity turns men on. Just like masculinity. I know masculinity turns you on. Tell me I'm lying. Mm-hmm. All right. You know what women tell me? I don't want no, I don't want no feminine man. That's what they tell me. <laughs> but then they get mad if you say, I don't want no masculine woman. See, they get mad when I say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do. See, they, she got triggered just now. Look at her. She got to take your work clothes off, Jessica. I need more. Uh, yeah, I, she I'm got okay. triggered just now. Uh-huh. No, I no, I did not. No, I did not. I'm okay. I only get I get triggered when we start grouping, like which you you're not doing. Like, but we had this conversation a while back when it's just like all women and all men. Yeah, and generally speaking, we do have these traits. Like that's mm-hmm. just yeah. in general. So I get that. But it for me, I'm really like, I I didn't know how this episode was gonna exactly go. I thought we were gonna be talking all about Rob and Rob Jedi mind tricked me. You see how he did? He saw he sat back and ain't say nothing. He just started he listening. Did. He saw that right? He, he set you up for the okie doke. I'm he further did. along, but I'm further along than you. All though. day he said, I have so many. We're just gonna talk about what I have a list of questions. I have I all of this stuff that I want to talk about myself, and we I, ain't talking. Uh, no, we did, and the problem, the thing is, I'm doing what I need to be doing. Like I'm just further along in the process than you are right now. Really, that's what I was really expecting Troy to say a lot more about my situation, but he's just like, "Hey, so it's uncharted waters for me." But that is confirmation that what I'm doing, one, is okay, which I felt anyway, and two, the way that I'm doing it, I feel like that's the best way to do it, and it works for me. So. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with your dating process. You didn't say anything unhealthy, because otherwise I would have called you out. But you didn't say anything unhealthy. <laughs> no, and I call. I feel like I call you out when you tottering. But uh-huh. no, okay. Oh, I like it, man. So it sounds like next episode needs to be all about Rob. Uh, we gonna yes. start digging into these different dating situations. Cause see, see, Rob, I'm telling you, at some point. You're going to have to get past the, uh, now, I will call you out on this now. What? I will call you out on this part. You can't, you can't continue the whole, um, I'm, I'm dating, I'm just having fun. Um, I'm not looking for a relationship, but if one happens, now that's a little, you know, that's a little well, sketch for me. Okay. It's a little sketch for me. I'm, I'm going to let you slide on it now because you're newly single. But at some point, it's got to be decisive. Like, I'm looking, I'm dating, I'm dating casually or I'm dating for a relationship. But the whole giving hope. That it might turn into something. That can, that can, that. I'm gonna take that part out. Stop. I'm gonna take that part out. You're dating um, casually. I'm just gonna have to I use like open that. energy instead of using giving that verbal cue. I'm gonna do that. I'm dating casually, and then you yeah. get. Well, what does that mean? I'm out. I'm done with you. Yeah, I'm not, open to dating. Yeah, I'm dating, but I'm not looking for a commitment. If you're gonna be, if you're not looking for a commitment, say you're not looking for a commitment, but don't say there could have one if you're great. <laughs> All right, cool. Because everybody thinks they're great. Everybody thinks they're great. Yuck. I got that. I only got one more question for you. Give us the exclusive, bruh. I saw you post your computer screen the other day, and it looked like somebody was typing something, and I was zooming in, and I put it in Photoshop and tried to decrypt it, and I'm like, what is this? (laughs) What does this say? Can you tell us what you are working on? Yeah, man, I'm I'm working on the next book, dude. It's it's time. It's it's time, and it's it's beyond time because. But you know what? I, I was I was being hard on myself 
about like it's taking so long to, for the next one to come out. But I realized I hadn't lived enough yet. Mm. Right? I hadn't lived I hadn't been married long enough yet. I hadn't um coached enough clients yet. I hadn't seen enough yet to really make the next one what I needed to be. So the next one is going to be more focused on um kind of like it's almost like this idea of now I found love, now what? Oh. You see what I mean? Because, you know, we can talk about dating all day. Mm -hmm. But then where people get lost, this is what I've learned, is people get lost once they're in it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right? And so how do I help my audience now that's traveled with me? How do I help them navigate now that I'm in it? Okay, I got my relationship goals, you know, my wedding, my picture, you know, and all that. How am I going to make it healthy? What am I going to do next? Don't get comfortable. That's my only piece. Of, that's one piece of advice. I have been through that. I've been in it, and I've seen it. And I'm like, yo, when you get that person, you should continuously show them why they made the right decision and why and they should be showing you why you made the right decision or why y'all made the right decision to be together. That's how I feel about it. I feel like things should get that's true. better. Like they boyfriend, should. Boyfriend Rob is going to be better than our, than dating Rob. Fiance Rob is going to be better than boyfriend Rob. Husband mm -hmm. Rob is going to kick all their asses. That's me. There you go. But a lot of people don't do it. But here's the thing. What people don't understand is this. They don't understand that, like, relationships, your relationship is either getting better or it's getting worse. It's never standing still. Mm. Ooh, that's it's scary. Never, Say, that again. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Your relationship is either getting better or it's getting worse, but it's never standing still. People will think they're comfortable. They'll think, they'll think like, you know, we're good. But no odds are it's getting worse and you don't even realize it so i want to challenge people like i want people to read my book and be like i need to get my shit together like <laughs> you know i want it to be like a, a mirror to help people have because my whole goal is like how do we make relationships last for the long term you see what i mean and right now when you got such a high divorce rate it there's a reason for even though it's getting better i will i'm, I'm excited because i think marriages are getting better because people are getting married later you know what I mean? So there, so this, it's actually some. If you look at uh, like higher earners, it, it's even better. Hmm. You see what I mean? So it's, there's some like if you look at college graduates, the rates are even better. Like so, it's there's some there's some to this. But people only hear the fifty percent word. Mm -hmm. um, but I want I want us to be able to navigate these things better. So that's just that's my exclusive for you is that you know I'm not giving you the title, but it will Damn. be. I will tell you this. It will be the trilogy. Cause you got to remember. This is the third, mm -hmm. right? Because the first one was my ebook, Teach mm -hmm. Me How to Love a Man's Journey to Warden Through Marriage. Then I had this book, so this will be the trilogy. So that's that's a little hint. Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Troy, tell them where they can find you and follow you. Oh man, find me um, at exclusivethoughts.com. That's X K L U S I V E thoughts.com. And then if you're on IG, if you're on Instagram, I'm at exclusive five. That's X K L U S I V E number five. If you go to my Facebook, it's exclusive thoughts. So, but if here's the cool thing if you just go to exclusive thoughts.com, you can find me everywhere. <laughs> this all will be in the description. Thank you, my brother, for joining us. Thank you for analyzing Jessica. She needed it and didn't know it. It was not a Jedi mind trick. Uh, <laughs> but thank you so much again and ladies and gentlemen thank y'all for being so supportive we love y'all make sure you follow Troy make sure you cop the book it is very cop very helpful very very helpful thank you Troy it thank was you, Jessica. Very, very nice meeting you thank you for the yeah. advice and the free you. consultation now, now, Jessica <laughs> make sure on Instagram shoot me a DM because I'm okay. going to be following your marketing plan
Okay. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, until next time, take care of yourselves mentally, physically, financially. And spiritually. We'll see y'all next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.